Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, H-A-W-G-sports.com. We got a lot to talk to talk about today. Obviously, Arkansas basketball coming off of a 99-73 slaughter over the University of Georgia, and uh, some key games coming up for them. Some key dates for Arkansas football just announced as well. And we're going to talk to Curtis Wilkerson about basketball. Keith Grace is going to talk to us about some things he's got going on as well. All that and more on Hog Sports Live. And before we get started, I want to remind you there's plenty of ways to watch and listen. You can always tune in on Facebook Live. Be sure to follow the page. Join 85,000 Razorback fans following the page. Also available on YouTube. Subscribe to that page. Hit the notifications bell so you're alerted anytime we upload new videos. Throw us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on that platform. Leave a review. Let others know what to expect. Also available on Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere else you can think of to find your favorite podcast. Hog Sports is just $1 right now for your first month at HAWGsports.com. Okay, let's get right to it. So, first, I want to talk about a few key dates for Arkansas football that were just announced. March 13th is going to be the start of spring football for Arkansas. Okay, so that's 15 practices. They'll spread it out, obviously. They'll take a break. Uh, March 21st through 25th is spring break. That's the Monday through Friday of spring break. So, they'll split it up, have a few practices before, take a break, and then pick up after that. April 16th is listed as the open practice for fans. That's at 11 a.m. Before that, Hogfest starts at 8 a.m. So Hogfest, then the open practice for fans. Notice I didn't say the red-white game. That jumped out to me a little bit because I talked to somebody at, at Arkansas and saying, you know, on a national scale, there has been some talk about, you know, making spring football, you know, no live contact in spring football. You know, that's just some preliminary talk. I'm not saying it's happening, but I'm wondering if they just said open practice just in case something happens. I don't know. I found that kind of interesting that they didn't list it as red-white game. I could be over, you know, overanalyzing that, but not listed as red-white game, listed as open practice. This will be the only open practice for fans during the spring. September 16th or 18th, when Arkansas plays Bobby Petrino in Missouri State, that's family weekend. And then November 5th against Liberty will be homecoming against Hugh Freeze and Liberty. So just a few key notes there with Razorback football. Obviously, we just wrapped up National Signing Day. Came in like a lamb, went out like a lamb. Not much to it today. This has been, you know, I was talking to Danny, and he said, if you had ever told me that I'd be icing my driveway and icing my neighbor's driveway on National Signing Day because basically got nothing better to do, I would have told you you're crazy. But nobody signed with Arkansas. And, I mean, it's just because everybody signed early. So it's really an interesting day. We had no press conference Sam Pittman's, which – 
makes this the longest period from uh, from football season ending until we've had a press conference opportunity with the head coach. Longest ever in my 18, almost 19 years of doing this. So it's just, you know, it's just – the times, I mean, signing day is so much earlier now. The early signing period and everybody signed. You got 18 guys enrolling early, like 12 high school guys enrolled early. So, you know, it's it's just an, it's just different. So, it takes some getting used to. But it, was, it went very quietly. Uh, Arkansas is ranked 18th by 24-7 sports. The 24-7 sports composite, which combines everything, uh, is, I believe, 28th. Uh, 21st on ESPN, 26th by Rivals, and 26th by On3. I don't know how that gets you to the 28th credit RYD 75 for for bringing that to my attention. I don't know how that results as a composite score being 28. The average score for Arkansas is 22.75 again RYD 75 for putting that together, which would have Arkansas ninth in the SEC. Obviously, losing Miles Rouser really impacted that score. They would have been top 25 with him, but um, losing Rouser due to off-field stuff. Cause that now this is where we get to signing day experts so on yahoo on razorback wire e wayne i'm not even sure who that is but there's a lot of signing day experts out there wrote this article and anybody who's been following this knows that rouser didn't sign with arkansas not because of his choice but because of stuff he has going on away from the field and we don't know exactly what that is there's been a lot of speculation Miles Rouser, he says, has been committed to Arkansas for almost a year. The four-star safety from Michigan, however, did not sign in late fall, as many of his class of 2022 did, fueling speculation about whether or not he had changed his mind. Turns out, yes, he changed his mind, but the real surprise is the school he chose instead of Arkansas. Okay, that's it's not really what happened, but it's not even the worst one. Here's another one from somebody who didn't do any research, Kent Smith on Fan Nation. The recruitment of four-star safety Miles Rouser has been a strange one over the past couple of months. Nothing could have prepared Hog fans for what came down today. While many expected Rouser would eventually flip from Arkansas commitment, no one saw his journey ending at an FCS Campbell University. So he signed with Campbell instead of Arkansas because, I mean, obviously it just wasn't happening. That's right, he says. An SEC program that many believe is on the rise just got beat out by a school that almost no one even knew was a school. Come on, man. What a little research here. Anyway, I find that pretty interesting, the way that's phrased. Obviously, Arkansas basketball um, won convincingly against Georgia, 99-73. Stanley Mude had 31 points. We're going to get into that, obviously. But before that, I want to get to Keith Grayson because Keith has some interesting news. For those of you who aren't familiar with Keith, he comes on the show every once in a while, kind of our resident fan slash insider, the former founder and president of the Arizona Razorback Club, disgraced former founder and president, I should say. It's an interesting story if you haven't ever heard it. But Keith's got some big news. He's been working on some stuff. Keith Grayson is a doer. And also, speaking of being a doer, Keith said, I do, last week. Keith, congratulations on uh, getting hitched. Thank you. You know, you were invited to the wedding, but I know that it was really important uh, for you to see the Abbott brothers for the 11th time in concert or whatever you went to. <laughs> we saw Casey Musgraves, and I'm pretty sure I also got COVID because of that. So, yeah. From COVID. Yeah. But um, 
No, it was a good trip to Kansas City. But uh, if you'd have gotten married in the summer, I, I think I would have been there. You know, I've been looking for a reason to go out to, to Arizona. So that would have been. <laughs> so what's been going on, Keith? You, you've been up to uh, you've been up to stuff. I, I mentioned to people that you're uh, you're a doer. You're not just a talker. And uh, you've been inspired by these, uh, you know, I want to say the NIL opportunities, but really it's uh, you, you found a way to kind of combine that with uh, with a way to do good. Yeah. So ever since I left Arkansas, I thought I was going to come back in some capacity and uh, do low income housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's still a goal of mine. Um, but I'm only one person. And so that's taken a longer to kind of get that capital to be able to spread it back home um, and to do projects back there. I, I bought some properties in the River Valley, but not on the level that I want to do in central Arkansas. And that's always been a goal is to get back in some capacity in Arkansas. And I've been in a very fortunate position to meet a lot of people, a lot of people through your site mm-hmm. um, and that have the same thing in mind. And so what we've done is I've formed an organization that's a nonprofit. We've applied for our 501c3 status um, to be a charitable um, recognition with the IRS. It takes, that takes a while. But in the meantime, we do have a website that we just launched that's 425fund.org. And it's all based off kind of the story with, you know, the fourth and 25 to beat Ole Miss where it, everything looked improbable. We throw short of the first down, throw it back to the tallest guy in the field that tips it to the fastest guy in the field. And we go on to win the game after that. And I think that's kind of a metaphor of some people in, in Arkansas are, are at a disadvantage and need a little bit of help. And we want to be able to offer that help. And so I know there's been some projects that are, that have been announced recently that are privately funded endowments mm-hmm. and this we're, we're approaching this from a crowdsourced effort. So anybody can be a part of this. Um, and I think what's going to happen is we're probably going to pull in some people that want to donate to a cause that may not like sports and, and not know, they can't name a student athlete in, on the team or mm-hmm. any team, but they want to help people because we're going to be able to help a lot of people with this and at the same time, with our marketing efforts, are going to be able to give a portion of that. And our, our entire marketing budget is basically going to be set up through getting social media engagement through student athletes and their, their, their social media. And they're going to do appearance fees and actually deliver the services to the people that are in need. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, this is like the highest and best use of the NIL because – we can actually contribute back to society in a mass in a massive way and affect a lot of people. And the the kids that are helping us get the word out will get a little bit of walking around money. And at the same time, more importantly, if you can't tell me that if you're gonna go feed a family that is in need, that you're not gonna get something out of that as a college age student. And they're gonna be able to give back to directly to the community in Arkansas even if they're not from there mm-hmm. um, and it may help keep them there and do more things within the community and kind of raise this whole thing up from a grassroots level. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're going to start announcing some, some of the guys that are helping us and girls that are helping us in the next coming weeks. And um, 
you know, our board of directors, I've, I founded it, but my right-hand man is Joshua Craig. Some may know him as Pinto online on Twitter, and he's been doing a ton behind the scenes to help us. Um, so he's going to represent El Dorado. I'm from Little Rock, so we're going to get some projects in S- central Arkansas. We've got Steve Stewart that's um, got a legal background that is on uh, the board with you. He's been he's been there for a while. My buddy Preston Smith, who's also from the 501, who's one of my best friends. He's got a he's he, he's in wealth management, and um, Melissa McCullen McMullen. She's out here in Arizona, but she's from Springdale. So we want to represent the entire state with our board of directors because we're gonna we're gonna help the entire state, mm-hmm. and and then kind of join this up um, with with student athletes, help get the message out, and actually physically deliver the services and do something um, to be a part of this. And that so that's, that's what I I like about this too, Keith. And one reason I agreed to have you on and. and because this doesn't feel like just um, you know a slush fund for for athletes. It's the significant majority of the money is going to help families in need in Arkansas, and no doubt this is inspired by NIL. But it's also a great opportunity to uh, um, create a charitable organization that that really I think is going to help some people. And it has to. The thing is, I know I come across like online with a different persona, but I'm a businessman and I know a hundred percent that if the mass majority of the funds are not appropriately, um, spent in the, in the appropriate areas that I, at the end of the day would be liable for the entire tax liability of all Mm -hmm. any money that I collect. So I'm not an idiot. (laughs) We are going this, this, you have to, I, you almost have to preface it with that because it does involve the NIL, Mm -hmm. but but at the end of the day, it has to help people because that those are the we are following the rules of the 501c3 um, of the rules that are applied there. We ha- we have to. There's and it's and it's not it's not really a have to, but it's like I think this is this is a this is a, a moment where sports fans can get on board with this because my my week my my week is pretty much predicated on a win or a loss with the Razorbacks. How my week is going to go. And the other thing is, so if we can kind of marry all this together, this is like, I mean, I don't want to like romanticize this too much, but this, this is like my calling because I can help. I've wanted to help out back home where I'm from. I don't need to wear a Jersey to, to show you what's on my chest because I wear like a badge of honor that I'm from Arkansas and to be able to help people. That's, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you certainly got your hand in several <laughs> different things in real estate, and uh, you founded a Razorback club in Arizona. You, you've done this now. You're also a, a football coach. I mean, uh, you certainly uh, get around there, Keith. And uh, as I said, you're a doer, and uh, this is this is certainly very interesting. And uh, I, I wish you a lot of success with it. What else you no, got going on? That. What else you got going on, Keith? I mean, this obviously four two five fundorg is where you can read more information about it. But uh, you're just you've always you've always got something in the works. <laughs> I mean, uh, a lot of people talk about doing stuff, but you have uh, have certainly have have uh, have done a great job putting this together, and uh, as well as everybody on the board here. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And, and, you know, our flag team, seventh grade flag team lost by one last night. So I'm still reeling from that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
have a construction company that started last week that has six uh, apartment developments under our under contract to, to start breaking ground on that. Uh, I own a real estate company, a property management company, and uh, having a baby in July, <laughs> my first. So why not start a start a charity <laughs> on top of it? I got time. Good stuff. Good stuff. I think Mario Andretti said one time, if you feel like you're in control, you're not going fast enough. Uh-huh. And I think that's that's pretty much um, kind of kind of how I live my life. But you know, all this, I think there's going to be a point in time where you and I are together, probably on a stage somewhere, maybe um, in Northwest Arkansas with some of our country music buddies. Mm-hmm. And this all started these people. Like, I know it sounds weird to people that may not be on the message board, but every single person involved in this met and, and came together on your message board, including like Joe Nichols. There's a PGA golfer that's on there. I mean, like everybody that's wants to be a part of this and wants to help do this the right way and to, to help people in Arkansas, it, it all comes back to meeting on, on the board, which is insane to me. Like this is, this has transpired over like 15 years, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I think like, it's all culminated to this. And, um, and I just think it's the, it's, it's the perfect way to do it in my opinion, because I've looked at these other things, like everybody's kind of pulling in the same direction and trying to figure out how to navigate the NIL at the same time. And we're not talking about giving somebody like, tons of money this is just like it, it's it's important to have these kids a part of it because i don't have a social media presence that, that somebody may have where there's at you know thirty thousand followers or whatever to get them our message out and it's just i'm, I'm just really excited if you can't tell I yeah almost, i almost cried yeah yeah well cool stuff keith and uh we'll certainly be keeping track of what's going on at, at uh fourth and 25 and uh kudos to you for finding a way to put something like this together. And I know, again, you were inspired by the opportunity to create an NIL. This is what this is birthed from. But really, I mean, I think this is a great opportunity to help people in Arkansas that, that need it. So kudos. No, and I pre- Yeah, thanks again for having me on. And um, I, I, I'm, I'm not that bent out of shape about you missing my wedding. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I want to get down to Arizona sometime soon. I got to see that place of yours too. And, uh, and, uh, baby wife all that stuff so yeah come in around july 7th we can we can, uh, we can have you up for the uh, birth oh is that right? have me up for the birth <laughs> little little uh darren mcfadden grayson coming coming soon is that right okay all right appreciate you keith hey 425fund.org check 425 it out 425fund.org all right appreciate you keith all right everybody that's keith grayson again Keith gets around doing stuff. I mean, the guy is just always trying to figure something else out. And uh, this is the reason, again, that I, you know, we have Keith on all the time. And he's like, he mentioned to me, he's like, hey, I'm putting this thing together. I want to talk about it on the show. I was like, well, let me look into it. But, uh, man, it looks like a, a really cool deal and also a way to, to help athletes at the same time. Most importantly, the uh, help the community. And there's a lot of stuff going on out there, like with NIL stuff that, you know, maybe feels a little bit, disingenuous on how it's how it's structured and stuff but this feels like i mean i like the way this is structured okay this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, everybody. We're going to get to Curtis Wilkerson now to talk a little bit about Razorback Hoops. No, normally, we would have uh, Curtis on for his um, Hawk Hoops Live, but we just did a little different today. Hey, Trey. Hey, Curtis. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Well, we just had Keith Grayson on talk a little bit about his new uh, charitable organization and uh, opportunity for NIL for Razorback athletes. And just transitioning over a little bit now, talk a little bit about Razorback Hoops, Arkansas with a 99-73 win over Georgia, seven wins in a row. And uh, Arkansas is just rolling and a lot of key games coming up, especially uh, coming up uh, these next few days with Mississippi State and Fayetteville and then, of course, number one Auburn. Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent true. You know, uh, it was an interesting game last night. I mean, I think most people expected Arkansas to to go win at Georgia, but you can't take anything for granted on the road. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's a Georgia team that beat Alabama in their home building last week, so they were they were definitely capable. Um, I don't know that that game went how anybody really expected it to. A hundred points combined in the first half. The way you know Arkansas has been playing defense, I don't know if any of us saw that one coming, but. It was nice to see an offensive explosion from this team. 99 points, uh, made 15 three-pointers. That's a season high. I, I don't think anybody expected that. And, uh, you know, Stanley Amude just went <laughs> berserk, you know, 31 points, six three-pointers. Uh, that was the guy that we were hyping up prior to the season. That's what he's capable of. He's not going to give you that every night. But if you can find some consistency with him and have those occasional outbursts, I think you're on to something when you pair it with what they've got going with J.D. Note and Jalen Williams. And, and then obviously, you know, guys like Audis Tony uh, and Trey Wade in this in this new look starting lineup that's really been working out for them. Uh, it's been it's been an impressive turnaround. Maybe we should have, uh, you know, given Musselman a little bit more benefit of the doubt that he'd get this thing figured out. But it was looking bleak, wasn't it, a, a couple weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, but now the schedule turns, like you said, and you know the, the first half was kind of built for Arkansas to stack some wins. They've done a pretty good job of it. Man, February is rough <laughs> into early March, and, and seven uh, of the last nine games here, those quad one opportunities, uh, it's going to be interesting. We're really going to find out what the Razorbacks are made of, but they've got tunnel vision on one at a time, and, and a revenge opportunity against Mississippi State is coming up. That was a game in Starkville. They didn't have J.D. Note, but they just didn't play well. They were out of sorts. They, they probably like to have that one back, and they get a chance to avenge it this weekend. 7.30, um, SEC Network, um, Saturday, February 5th. So, yeah, that should be uh, an interesting game. I'm actually going to go to this game, Curtis. So you and Andrew have been going to all the games, but I'm going to go uh, sit in the stands for the first time in 
18 years or something oh, like wow. that. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've gone to like, you know, I went to um, uh, the Ladybacks game the other day um, and okay. sat in the stands. But like for a men's game, I have always, you know, sat in the press area for every single game that I've been to. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, wife and daughter. We're going to go check out the game um, from the stands. So something a little bit different. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That'll be a good time. I've I've almost forgotten what it's like to do that to be a fan. I, I actually I went to that uh, to the big gymnastics meet that they had in Budwell Arena a couple weeks ago. I didn't know what to do with myself. I felt like I needed <laughs> a, a computer. I needed to type something. Yeah, it was feels weird, different. It was, yeah, you know, I would do that for before COVID and stuff. Um, I always like to do that uh, for football games, like in the fourth quarter or so. I would go into the stands, like especially if it's a close game. I like to go into the stands and, and just find a seat, you know, where somebody has exited or something and just kind of get a vibe for the for the energy, especially away games and stuff. I'd like to do that. But uh, uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to, to sitting in the stands. Um, so what, what do you make of this team? I mean, they, they were holding everybody to under 40 percent uh, from the floor. Uh, Georgia, I believe, shot 45 percent, 58 percent, I think, in the first half. So um, a little bit different way to, to get things done. But Stanley Amude with 31 points. Arkansas hit 15 three-pointers. I mean, it's just like you never you never know what you're going to get out of this team, but they're they're finding ways to win. Yeah, I, I think that last part of it was the key. You know, earlier on in the season, you, you never knew what you were going to get from the Razorbacks, and it usually wasn't winding up going their way. Uh, but they found, you know, ways, like you said, just different ways to win. Uh, you know, this streak that they've been on has been predicated on what they've done on the defensive end. And, you know uh, – there's going to be blips on the radar. And I think one of the biggest questions for me uh, as Arkansas has been on the streak is, you know, what's going to happen on a night against one of these you know, more elite offensive teams uh, where the defense slips up or it might not have its a plus game. Are they going to be able to keep up mm-hmm. with some of these other teams? And, you know, the jury's probably still out, but I, I think that was a pretty, you know, in a small sample size, a pretty good indication of what Arkansas is capable of last night. Um, you know, I, I thought that was important. You know, this team has not been a good three-point shooting team this year. They they had the streak snapped. You know, we, we all made a big deal out of that. But in the four games since, Arkansas shooting over 41% from three. They're, have, they're averaging over eight makes per game. Uh, and Eric Musselman has been adamant all season. This is a team that shoots it really well behind closed doors. So, you know, are they going to be the Golden State Warriors all of a sudden? No, but uh, can they shoot it well enough to keep themselves in games and, and keep defenses honest? I think they can, and that's going to be big for them. And then the other thing with this group uh, was the bench play. And we know that Eric Musselman likes to rely heavily on his starters, and he's going to continue to do that. But when you're only playing one guard in your starting lineup, you, you sure feel like you need – some more ball handling, some more production in the backcourt. I thought Chris Likes was phenomenal last night. He struggled this season. This yeah. hasn't gone the way he expected it to. But nine points and, and seven assists, four steals. I thought he played with great pace. Only one turnover. Control. Yeah, yeah, only exactly. Only one turnover. He wasn't over-dribbling. He's kind of, I think, maybe buying into the adjustment he has to make into his role. Uh, and if he can do that and then and, and be a plus defensively, which is, you know, there's been a struggle for him. I thought he was really good on that end of the floor last night. That changes things. So now you look at it and you think, well, if they can get Kamani Johnson going a little healthier uh, and provide some, you know, some punch and some physicality off the bench, and if they can just get Devo Davis, just get him back to where he was. He's, he's been in the sophomore slump here for a while. 
But if you get him going, I think you're really on to something. This could be a team uh, that maybe not only could make the tournament, but maybe they could win a game or two. So uh, definitely trending in the right direction. Yeah, you know, I've been following Devo's hair, his haircut. He keeps changing his hair. And, and finally, I think, took it down and shaved it kind of like it was last year. So maybe that's the, the secret. Like, I, th- I feel like almost like he's superstitious. Like, I'm going I'm to change this up and see what, see how that works. <laughs> kind of how, how my mind works also. But, um, you know, uh, I, I agree with you on, on likes. You know, likes to me has been playing – um, for the most part this season, like a five-seven guard, and every shot is is difficult. You know, every shot's a challenge, and um, you know, you start asking yourself, does he make a bunch of pull-up threes and transition? You know, in practice or something, because he's not he's not in games. But finally, it feels like he 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 kind of put it all together. And you mentioned he filled it up with seven assists, four steals, nine points, um, just a, a really good game. And then Stanley Amude, of course, you know, if Amude can play. Similar to that, I mean, not, nobody's asking for 31 points a night, but 31 points, four rebounds, uh, six of eight from three-point range. I mean, that's that's what you have to have. And then, of course, a large reason for this, uh, the streak going the way it is, is because of the emergence of Jalen Williams, who only played 19 minutes because of foul trouble, but uh, 14 points, eight rebounds. What is he averaging, like nine and nine right now? Yeah, yeah he's over nine points and nine rebounds per game. He's just been incredible. Yeah, yeah. All right, so big games coming up for Arkansas. I think you have them six and four finishing out, Curtis. The the last ten, including the Georgia game, you picked the last ten games. You still feeling that, or how do you, what do you think is going to happen this coming week? Yeah, I I I like that pick. You know, it's it's hard to uh, to kind of step back and and not get too excited about this team and, and pick them to go ten and zero or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, it's it's such a tough schedule. And if you just look at what they need to do to to really solidify themselves in the SEC standings and you know get to a a good or favorable seed, and by that I mean get off that eight nine line uh, in the NCAA tournament. You know, I think six and four would put them in a really good spot. Um, but you know what? Yeah, I, I, I still feel like they can do that. Obviously, expect them to win that game last night. Uh, but there's some coin flip games there that could really make or break it, you know, for better or for worse. And, uh, you know, I look at a game like at Florida. I think Arkansas is a better team than Florida this year. They haven't won there since 1995. It's ridiculous. So, I know. Uh, you know, I, I picked a Florida win there. I don't know if I necessarily believe it, but I got to see Arkansas win in Gainesville before I can pick it. So, hey, there, there's an opportunity, obviously, for them to have some slip ups, uh, but they could also, you know, maybe rattle off a couple unexpected wins there too. But either way, I, I think things are looking a, a heck of a lot better than they did a few weeks ago, uh, and they're, you know, they're creeping up on that uh, that 20 win range that Eric Musselman's gotten to every year as a as a college head coach, which is impressive. Um, and, you know, with six wins in the SEC, they need four more at this point to get to 10 and, and get themselves over 500 in a strong SEC. I, I think that pretty much guarantees you getting in the NCAA tournament to get there. All right, Kurt. I appreciate you, brother. Stay warm hey. out there. Yeah, anytime. I got I 16 degrees snow, over here. <laughs> and it feels like <laughs> about a foot of snow already. Oh, yeah, it's it's insane. It's just come looking out my window right now. It's coming down like crazy. And I, uh, I don't think I'm going anywhere until Saturday, so no need for me to get the shovels out just yet. There you go. All right, Kurt. Appreciate you, brother.
Yep, anytime. All right, everybody. Kurt Wilkerson again. Follow Curtis at Kurt Wilkerson underscore on Twitter. Does a great job in covering Razorback basketball and, and really all sports for us for, for well over a year now. And uh, does a, a great job, has a good following on Twitter also, and does a lot of VIP content in terms of player grades, uh, key takeaways, uh, previews, predictions, all that stuff, uh, VIP. You know, it does some standard free stuff for basketball, obviously, but um, the VIP stuff from Curtis is where it's at. And right now, Hogsports is just $1 for your first month or 30% off for your first year at hawgsports.com. There's no promo code or anything required for that. Arkansas right now is 37th. We went from 51st to 37th um, in the net rankings. So things looking good after eh, it got a little sketchy there for a little bit. Changed some things up. And uh, it's finally coming together, Pepper. A buddy of mine sent me in a, a meme the other day from The Natural. <laughs> All right, everybody. Before we get out of here, I want to remind you one last time, plenty of ways to watch and listen. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and you haven't thrown us that five-star review, the show's over. So exit out of there. Throw us a five-star rating and leave a review. Let other people know what to expect from the show. Get creative with it. Um, we certainly appreciate all of that. It certainly helps boost our channel. Also available on Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can think of to find your favorite podcast. If you're watching live on Facebook uh, and you haven't followed the page, be sure to do so. Share the content with somebody you think might like it. And we're also available, of course, on YouTube. So be sure to give us that thumbs up on YouTube and uh, Share the content with somebody else you think might like it. Subscribe to the page if you haven't, and hit the notifications bell so you're alerted anytime we upload new videos. All right, everybody. We'll be back with you guys on Monday. I've got a little girl who's anxious to get out in the snow, so I'm going to get out there with her, and uh, we'll keep our phone handy in case there's any breaking news, but hopefully it's just a snow day for us. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.